again to the Mobile Economy Podcast. This is episode four. I am Eric Garrison with Don Kamandi with me today again. And today's episode, we're going to be talking with a wonderful food truck operator that was out at a Mobile's Mobile event last week, which is Rhonda Jones of the food truck Chez Moi. And uh, Donald had a chance to talk with her and go through how she got started with the truck and everything that she's doing. What an amazing woman and uh, businesses she has. Not only is she serving food out of her truck, she's also cooking for three cafes, two other food trucks that are not her own, and one restaurant. And uh, then upcoming the following week, so next Wednesday, we're going to release a podcast, which will be talking with the owners of Swing Right Mobile Golf Club Repair. And uh, Donald also had a chance to talk with them about their business. Yeah, so last week, like Eric said, we, we had an event, and I was able to get Rhonda and pull her aside and talk with her about how she started out as a food truck owner and operator and what the difference is and you know what sort of adjustments she had to make in order to operate a truck that full-time and what she was able to do and how she was able to grow within that process so I really want to get into this audio and let you all listen in on it. It was a great conversation. I learned so much from Rhonda, and I look forward to, in the future, speaking more with her and showing you all other conversations and letting you listen in on different conversations I have with other food trucks because I feel like there's a lot that we can take away from these different operators and how they've gone about Uh, starting their businesses and becoming successful with it. So I hope you enjoy. So basically, um, I decided to, or start here. I went on a cruise to the Grand Cayman and Cozumel um, now about 14 years ago, um, brought back a lot of rum, decided that I technically shouldn't drink it all. And not, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, really like shouldn't. Right. so decided to try and make a rum cake. Back in the day, a lady in Philly used to always make me rum cake. Back in the day as well, I used to always bake with my mom. And it actually truly started with an easy bake oven for me. Wow. Like literally. Yeah. Um, but I had never tried to make a rum cake. And I always have always loved to bake. And so after trying to make the rum cake, friends and family, friends and family decided that um, they were just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. You should sell it. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I mean, I was in school for French. Right. It's chez moi. <laughs> and um, so I was like, oh, I guess. And a year later, I had my kitchen inspected, mm-hmm. you know, decided on a name, started up the business. Yeah. So that's how I basically started the business. Right. Um, at first, it was Thanksgiving and Christmas only from the beginning of the business up until six years ago. Six years ago, when food trucks kind of started to become a thing in the Triangle area, then I decided, hmm, I wonder, you know, would a dessert food truck be a thing? Yeah. And I bought, of course, this is my second truck. So I bought a truck that's, you know, not as, wasn't as expensive. Mm-hmm. And then um, tried it out. And at the time, I was working 40 hours a week. Okay. So Monday through Thursday. And wow. then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I kind of had open to be able to take events. Yeah, yeah. Um, even six years ago, I started baking for one of the local coffee shops downtown Durham, Coco Cinnamon. I've been baking for them six years already. 
had a truck for six years now, and it's been a fantastic thing. Um, four years ago, I resigned from my full-time job, and my regret is that I didn't do it sooner. That is awesome. Thank you. So when when you started and you know that whole timeline, what what was the biggest struggle or what was the biggest challenge that you faced? Hmm. Biggest struggle, probably time management and processes. Okay. You know, yeah. because baking a cake and baking multiple cakes and right. you know you know doing the whole mise en place, having all your ingredients where they're supposed to be, so you have a flow going yeah you have none of that I guess technically most people don't because I didn't go to a culinary school mm -hmm. by any means this is self-taught yeah <laughs> so I guess you know pretty much just time management processes you know learning your own flow or what you need what you don't really need and, right you know then of course you have to figure out your packaging and all of those details yeah but my dad was an entrepreneur so mm. it's kind of in my DNA really bad yeah, yeah. same same here my yeah my dad is an entrepreneur. And so, like, the product came and found me. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, with those processes, like, was it because you, you didn't, you know, you didn't resign from your full-time job. At the beginning. Would you get home every day from work and then go straight into working on this? Yes. Yes. And whether it was baking, yeah. whether it was okay, how am I going to do this? Or what other flavors am I going to do? Or mm -hmm. do we want to do cheesecake? Yeah. You know, something totally different. Uh, well, that's a whole other thing. And then that's a whole different way of, you know, making it shelf stable or, you know, yeah. preparing it or serving it or, you know, all of those different other factors. So then it's like, no, let's just stick with cakes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, constantly awesome. working on yeah, staying yeah. up late nights, staying up early late, mornings. Early mornings. Um, I'm not too much of a, you know, some people will get up in the middle of the night. I have friends now that will get up in the middle of the night and bake. Right. I don't do that. Yeah. I'm one of those 10 o'clock, no more work. Uh, earliest I normally will bake is maybe 9. Yeah. I, I'm not crazy hour person. Mm -hmm. um, I feel my rest is important. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's pretty much how the business started, how it's evolved. So now, of course, I have a dessert food truck mm -hmm. that goes out on a very regular basis, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, then I ship across the country by Ooh. way of FedEx. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, I bake for two coffee shops, which is Coco Cinnamon, because they ha now have three locations at this point. So I bake for two of their three locations. Their third location makes homemade churros, so you have to go buy. And um, I also bake for Namu. It's a Korean restaurant on 15501, Bo's okay. Kitchen and Bagolgi Food Truck. Yeah. That's their restaurant. Ah, So okay. friends of theirs, yeah. I bake for them. And um, I was on PBS four years ago for the rum cake, which helped mm. boost my online sales, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one last question. <laughs> what is your favorite? that I make. Yeah. The favorite, my favorite cake that I make. Steven, come like help you us could, answer if that. If you could only eat one of them for the rest of your life, what would it be? Steven with Baroni says, it's brown sugar vanilla rum cake. Because mm -hmm. it is my signature. Yeah. That was my initial, you know, I'm known for that cake locally and on PBS. Right. Um, and I mean, it's just a, a good cake. To me, 
sweet, not okay, too sweet. Yeah. It doesn't have icing, so a lot of people are kind of against icing, you know, so they think it's mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. So I think it's a good cake for all. Nice. Yes. Uh, so where where can everyone that's listening find you? Yes. I love rumcake.com. Okay. Awesome. Easy enough, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shingwa Bakery, of course, but then you have to spell it and all right. that kind of stuff. So I love rumcake.com. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Yeah. What a great interview, Donald. I have to admit, I love rum cake as well, but I also did love the lemon cake and the carrot as well. Asking somebody to pick their favorite cake when they're a baker like that, that's like asking a a parent to pick their favorite child. I'm glad you were able to pry it out of her of uh, which of her cakes uh, was her favorite. Yeah, that's always a necessary question for me, especially, you know, back in college with all of my friends, it was always, what was your favorite food? If you had to pick one more food that you could eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? So I just had to ask it. Yeah, well, it's kind of like um, uh, you go out to a brewery and you get the flight of beer and you have to remember which one of the six is your favorite. Right. Uh, I have to say, uh, as the person who got the bento box of the cakes, uh, I liked all of them as well. Yeah. But the rum cake, if you have not had her rum cake, it is well worth uh, trying that at one of our events or ordering online because that would make a great Christmas gift. But uh, after talking with uh, Rhonda and finding out about how busy she is, if you want to get her cakes for Christmas, you might want to start thinking about placing your orders now because that woman is busy. Yeah, and like she said, even if you're not close to our area, she does ship it nationwide. So you can still get your hands on her cake, and I definitely recommend it because that was the best rum cake that I've ever had. Yeah. Um, I did see on our podcast we have a couple of listeners in India now. Mm. I think the shipping might be a little expensive to India, but the rest of you people that are in the United States, definitely check out iloverumcake.com. Right. Uh, I want to thank Rhonda for taking time out of her extremely busy schedule to sit down with me and give me a little bit of insight uh, on her life and how it all began. Uh, And then, again, if you would like to be on this podcast, uh, Be Where Rhonda Was, or sit down with Eric and I, go ahead and email us at podcast at mobiles.com. That's podcast at mobiles.com. And please go ahead and follow both Mobiles and Rhonda with Che Moy on social media. Thank you.